your Bibles into the book of Revelation. We are continuing with the sharing of seven church ages. Uh, chapter 2 verse 9 I know thy works and tribulation and poverty but thou art rich I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not but are the synagogue of Satan Timanyo kubona abona ko no bwavu bwo naye ori mugagga no kuvoro okwabo abeyita abayudaya songa sibo naye kunganiro lya sitani Fear none of these things which thou shalt suffer Behold the devil shall cast some of you into prison that ye may be tried and ye shall have tribulation ten days be thou faithful unto death and I will give thee a crown of life Totia byogenda okubona abona laba omulyo lyomyoyo agenda okusula ba mumumwe mukomera mukemebwe era muri bona abonere nnaku 10 beranga mwesigwa okutuso okufa nange ndi kuwengure eyobulamu He that hath an ear let him hear what the spirit saith unto the churches he that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death Alinokutu awulira omuyo kyagame kanisa awangu latali rumwa nakatono kufa okwokubiri you may be seated. Mutureko. As you all know or all may remember by the introduction. Ngamwe nabwe manyi obanga bwe mwinzo kujukira ngatonga musinzira ku intandiko bawe twatandikira. That Jesus had started his church. Yesu yatandike kanisa ye on the day of Pentecost. Kunako la Pentecoste. That church e kanisa is the mystic body of Jesus Christ. That church is the bride of Jesus Christ. That church is the called out ones. Separated. Made different. That church is the true vine. And of course, Jesus is the true vine. But he said we are branches. That's the church. Called out one. No man can come to me. Except he is compelled. By my father. Jesus said, I know my sheep. And they hear my voice. They follow. And a stranger they will never follow. Many are called. But few are chosen. So it's God calling. That, that already. Shows you what true Christianity is. And how different it is from religion. God calling you. Separating you. No man can come to me except he is compelled. Now who compels a kid to be baptized? Is it the father? Is it God who compels? It is religion. It is parents 
Bazadde. Uh, under the coercion of religion. Bazadde dini. But Jesus said, My sheep I know them. They know my voice. I call them and they follow. A stranger they will never follow. So salvation is a calling of God. God calling individuals. And they hear his voice. His elect. And they follow. So church means called out ones. Separated. Made different. Church means the bride of Jesus Christ. Church means the branches of the vine. Church means the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. So that church was born on the Pentecost. Amen. When they received the Holy Ghost. Because that's when the kingdom spirit came into them. The Lord or the king of the kingdom came into them to be lord over their souls. Hallelujah. When you receive the Holy Spirit, that's when Jesus becomes your Lord. Because now, the Holy Spirit will begin to lead you and to guide you and to instruct and, and to, to, to possess and to influence your decisions. And your ways. So he's Lord. Over your life. His owner. And his controller. So that happened on the Pentecost. When he came in them. Hallelujah. Uh, you see, Jesus said, and uh, you shall receive the spirit of truth. I will send you the spirit of truth. Now he is with you, but then he will be in you. The spirit of truth was, a, was Jesus Christ. Because the fullness of God was in him. He was with them. You see, that's why he said, that's why he said if I don't go, the spirit will not come to you. Why? Why couldn't he ask him to come? Yeah. Why did he receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost of the River Jordan? And he was on earth. But yet for us, why does he have to go? You see on River Jordan, the fullness of God came into him. Amen. The fullness now. And all God was in him. All was in him. Not a person. Not a reflection. All was in him. And if he does not go, the spirit cannot come. Because all was in him. But when he goes, he is able to separate the body and send the spirit. 
to fill the, the, to fill the church. And when we receive the Holy Spirit, we receive portions. You know, Jesus said, yes, we are I come back to the Father, back to the glory I was with you before the foundation of the world. So what was that glory? He was a pillar of fire. Amen. And even when he came to create this earth, he created it in the pillar of fire form. And then, Amen, he was made flesh. And when he died, he went back to the same glory. Pillar of fire glory. That he was before he came in the flesh. And that pillar of fire glory is what Moses made in the burning bush that was not getting consumed. It was like fire, but it's not consuming the bush. And the voice that came out of that, he said, I'm the Lord God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. Amen. I've heard the cry and I've come down. Who art thou, my Lord? What is your name? What shall I tell them? Tell them, I am who I am has sent you. My name is I am. Hallelujah. And who was that? The burning bush, the pillar of fire. That is the glory. He was in before he came flesh. And after resurrection, he goes back to the same glory. He left the body, came back to fight the war. Amen. To redeem all his elect, whom he has redeemed. Into a pillar of fire, glory form, and on the road to Damascus, he, he meets Paul. He flashes to him. He falls down. Amen. And a, uh, a voice speaks. Paul, Paul, so, so. So, why persecutest thou me? Who art thou, my Lord? Paul was a Jewish scholar. Jews don't just call anything Lord. They are very careful about that Lord because to them, there is only one Lord. And that Lord is God. So when he asks, who are thou my Lord? It's because already, I have realized that Light is what he had studied about and heard about led his father from Egypt to the promised land. That's why he said, What thou, my Lord? And then he answers, and Jesus Christ, whom thou persecuted. You cannot kick against the priest. He appears to Paul in his pillar of fire. Now, on the day of Pentecost, 
He comes in pillar of fire form. He divides himself and enters each one of them. And he is uh, uh, he enters deep into their souls. Hallelujah. And uh, as the fire enters in them, that's how each one was able to see a leak of fire on the head of another. Amen. So that has not changed. Jesus still is dividing himself in his church. And when you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive it like that. If God allows someone to see a vision, actually a, a lake of fire can be seen in you, on you entering in you. It's a real Power. You shall receive the power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Now, when he divided himself into them, that's what made them the body of Jesus Christ. And on the day of the rapture, the head comes upon the body and they connect and go home. So the church is the blood of Jesus Christ. It is the true vine. And uh, Jesus said, I'm the true vine. And you are the branches. Now, the, the church began on the Pentecost. Oh, let me say, that's why we say the church began on the day of Pentecost. And the way it began is the way it continues. Because Peter, on the door Pentecost, when men came gazing around in the windows and in the door, and thought these men are drunk, how many have ever received the Holy Ghost here? You know what I'm talking about? How many have not received the Holy Ghost? Yeah. The Holy Ghost baptism is a real power. It is not an imagination. No. It's not some Catholic sacrament. Yesterday I was sharing with Brother Joseph. I was telling him that bread there is made out of wheat. That is wheat substance. That wine is grape juice. So, a thing you eat and it goes in your intestines. Some is digested into the body. Like any other food. And some passes out. That's not what they received on the door Pentecost. They received real power. Something you eat. It does not enter into your spirit. It remains in the body. That's why we believe it's just a symbol. But on the door Pentecost, real Holy Spirit came. Now, I receive the Holy Ghost. I know what 
I received. It was more than an idea. It is more than a belief. It is more than a myth. It is a reality. I know where I was standing. And I know how it came. And it came inside. I felt him come down. And he and he made my whole being my whole being get an awareness oh how true God is God is real I could not contain myself so you cannot then uh, just imagine it's not an imagination it's a reality and when it comes in you he changes you. He transforms you. He gives you power. Even to have the revelation. Of the word of God. He gives you power. To overcome the world. He gives you courage and power. He changes your way of looking at things. He gives you eternal life. He baptizes you into the body. Because that experience you get. Does not touch you and leave. You. He enters and remains. He remains in you. Peter in the house of Cornelius, when he was still speaking, the Holy Ghost came on them that we are hearing the word. They received it. Something happened. And then he said, Nagamba, can you? Can you see? Can you see? We have received the Holy Ghost. The way we received him in the Bible. Can any man forbid what? That they be baptized. Who have received the Holy Ghost the way? We received him. But remember that what Pentecost said. He told those people who are guessing. This promise. This, 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 that you have seen. It was spoken Joel. It shall come to pass upon my spirit upon your flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and they shall see the Your old men will dream dreams. This promise. Is unto you. Who? Jews, the Jews were around there. It is unto you, Jews, and your children, Jews, and to them that are far off, Jews and Gentiles, and to as many as the Lord goes to them that are far off, who are far off, way, faith. 2015. It has taken 2,000 years ago. I mean, 2,000 years since. So we are the people who are far off. As many as the Lord has God 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 this promise is unto them. Now, Kati, remember we are sharing about the seven church ages. But I'm saying like this to give a this. Between the church and religion. The church of Jesus Christ is his body. 
Now, Kati, when the church began, as we have seen, it's the body, is the true vine, is the kingdom of God, it is the bride of Jesus Christ, the false vine also, it began a false vine seed was sown in that early uh, church, in the first church age, in the age of Ephesus. Here in the second uh, age, we saw we, we have already seen that in the second age, they had begun now becoming very clear. And the difference was getting very clear. Amen. Amen. Now, and uh, now here it says, they already, they have already a synagogue. And he calls it the synagogue of Satan. So, Kati, uh, the church in the seven uh, the church age you see there are seven and this is not by me or by brother Branham saying it Jesus Christ himself declares it because he was walk, he was walking in the midst of the seven golden and that was a significance of seven churches. And behind and his hand he was holding seven stars and he said these are angels of the seven church angels. Angels of the seven churches. There were seven. Amen? Not seven popes. Papa Musanvu. The popes are how many? They are Papa Baribameka. Huh? How many? What is the total popes? Bakabeda Obameka. Well, at least Brother Joseph should know. 260. Yeah. Bividi in Kaga. Minus Peter. Ngojeko Petero. Peter, when they are counting, they put Peter. Peter is not one of them. There is not even any scripture that shows that Peter was a Pope. Like the Pope. No. He was one of the disciples. Although Jesus gave him a, a greater responsibility. To be like a shepherd of the flock. And you see. Uh, when God called Paul. Paul actually was the messenger of the Gentiles. And we are in the Gentile era. Because look, the church began with the Jews. But it was not a Jewish. Okay. Okay. It began with the Jews. But the Jewish uh, uh, dispensation was closed. Was, it was 
around its closure. And the starting of the Gentile dispensation. The Bible declares that. That the Jews. They were blinded. For a season. So that we can come in. Their blindness. The Bible says. Was salvation to the world. And then the Bible promises. Their restoration. The Bible also says Bible that we that the, the genuine branch was purged off and we were grafted on. the Gentiles. We are we are called a wild branch. Why? Jesus said, yes, we are salvation is of the Jews. Did Jesus say that? He said to the Samaritan woman, you worship what you know not. We worship what we know. For salvation is of the Jews. You should fear people. God calls one man and he says, you now, now your mind. And even all your offsprings shall be mine. From you, I'm going to make a nation. And he gives them like we have a culture here. Every, every tribe has a culture. They have their culture. But those people, the Bible, was their culture. And he gave them his word through the prophets. When you plow the first harvest, the high priest will go through the gardens and he will wave them to the Lord. Those belong to the Lord. The first limb Oh, a, a cow, the firstborn belongs to the Lord. You rest on a Sabbath day. When a servant will be taken to slavery, it will be like this. When you harvest your garden, don't finish everything. You must leave something in there for the poor. Because the poor will always be in your midst. Now you'll find an Israelite doing traditions. If you do ask him, what does these traditions mean? He will tell you this is what God told us to do. Now their culture is the word of God. Now in that, until Jesus is born. Now that makes them the original vine. Right from the root. Abraham, Isaac, Abraham, Isaac Jacob. They all belong to the Lord. God works with them. Now we, the Gentiles, the Greeks, the Englishmen, the Romans, the Africans. Now, then you were worshipping trees. 
We're worshiping uh, the, 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 the ancestors, the Bachwezi. We were cut off and we were not accepted. Amen. And an Israelite was not even allowed to eat with you, even to enter in your house. And Jesus' ministry that took three and a half years, he was not to minister to the Gentiles. And he sent the 70 and he told them go not in the cities of the Samaritans and go not in the city of Gentiles but go to the sheep of Israel the lost sheep of Israel the lost sheep of Israel and the Gentile woman came and told him my lord my child is sick he, me. he told her, can you take the children's food and give it to the dogs? You Gentiles, your dogs. Healing belongs to the children. For me, I came for the children. The lost sheep of Israel. The children of Abraham. Your dogs. And she said, my Lord, even a dog eats of the crumbs that fall from the table. So give me those crumbs, my Lord. And he says, I've never seen such faith even in Israel. That faith that holds on. That faith does, that does not allow to be disappointed. And he sent his word. And he touched the lady's child and he was healed. Do you see salvation then wasn't ours yet? You, the white man, or an American, or a Roman, or an Italian, or an English, or a French. Or an Australian. They had no chance. They had no chance to take part in salvation. And they call God Father. And God calls them child. But it was written that those who are not his nation and those who are not children they will call me father and I will call them children. There was a promise that will also be accepted. But it had to come through the cross. But in the program of God God does not deal with the Jews in the same time with the Gentiles. In the same time. No. No. And when it came to save us, the Gentiles, he cut off those, the, the, the Jews and he cut them off. We, the wild branch, he brought us and were grafted in. He grafted us so that we can also get salvation. In these last days, he's almost cutting off this branch 
And he brings back the one that he plucked off or the one that he cut off. Let's continue with this teaching. Here is a verse that will bear considerable thought. Which, which verse? The one that says, I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Let me connect this thought. You see, Paul is the messenger of the Gentiles. And being the messenger of the Gentiles, he's highly recognized above all the apostles to the Gentile church. He's the one who had the message for the Gentile church. And because he is a Gentile, uh, it is a Gentile dispensation, he becomes the first messenger of the first church age of the Gentiles. Now, let us come back here. I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not. But they are the synagogue of Satan. So there were a people that God regarded as a synagogue of Satan. Now let us continue to see this blasphemy. Here is a verse that will bear considerable thought. Not only because it is most peculiar in its content, but it is also virtually repeated in an age that is over a thousand years later. Revelation 2.9 says, I know thy works and tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich, and I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not. But they are synagogue of Satan. To begin with, the word Jews does not describe the religion of the Jewish people. It refers only to the people of Judah and has the same precise meaning. If I were, were to say I'm Irish born, these people were saying that they were actually Jews. They were liars. They were not Jews by birth. And they, were, they, were, they weren't Jews by religion. If all this is true, what are they? They were a deceived people who were already part of the church. Were they part of the church? Yes. Yeah. They were not being enemies of church. They were already part of the church. They were Christian. Remember in the book of Jude, verse 3, 
where he admonishes the church to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. And he gives them that the reason is that there are certain men who crept in unawares and godly men. They had crept in. Meaning they were in the church. Amen. Amen. So those creepers. Remained there. And then later on. They form a seed. On Nicolaitans. That produces the false vine. That makes this synagogue of Satan. Amen. They were not of the true church. But of the false church. So we, two, two, we see two churches. In the first age. Which deeds of Nicolaitans. It began as deeds. In the second age. A synagogue. They were not the true church. Amen. Hallelujah. They were not the true church. There was the true church and then this false group. Let us continue. Uh Now, the word the synagogue is not the same word. We use for church. In the Bible, church means the called out ones. Or the common, the summoned ones. The psalmist said about these elect people, Blessed the man who the man whom thou choosest and causes to approach unto thee that he may dwell in thy court. Psalm 65 verse 4. But the meaning of synagogue is assembly or gathering. Do you see the difference? Called out one. Summoned one. And then this is a gathering. Assembly. This can be good or bad. But in this case, it is bad. For these uh, they whose assembling is not of God but of their own self. Isaiah said of them, Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall. Fall for thy sake. That is Isaiah 15. And since these were surely against the true vine, God will one day deal with them in destruction. 
Now, why do we have a people bixi in the framework of the church and calling themselves Jews? The reason is this. Since they were liars, they could make any claim they wished. You see, God has said they are liars. God Himself has said they are liars. So they could make any claim that they wish. They could say what they wanted as though it were a fact. And then stick to it. God has said they are liars. So they could say anything as though it were a fact. And speak to it. Now hear this. If there were liars in those ages 2,000 years ago and God pronounced them to be liars in the book of Revelation. Now those lies after 2,000 years what do they look like? so established. When Jesus went, Peter. he left Peter. Peter when Peter went, he left. We used to sing. Yes, When Peter was going, he left a pope there. He left a vicar. That the Pope has the keys to purgatory and heaven and hell. And the Church of Rome was built uh, where Peter was buried. Okay. I don't know what the real story is. But we as the lay people, they used to teach us that it was built on the bones, on the grave. Really, Jesus wouldn't mean that uh, he was going to build on the grave. Jesus is not a spiritualist. The grave. To build the church on the grave. How comes it cannot be blown away by the wind or storms? Or does it hinder it to be blown away by the storms? They speak it and repeat it and repeat it. And it looks like the truth. The day of Holy Mary. He went to heaven with her body. She went to heaven. We used to go to the church. There was a church of Virgin Mary. The church is hers. It has steps. And she's up there. 
Like this. Now on the day of Virgin Mary, they go up those steps and they bring her down and they carry her on their shoulders and they move around with her. And you of Christ, you come following and you go around villages. You go bring your rosaries. You kneel down, you stand. And they bring her back. Now she's going to heaven next. And they take her up the steps. And they place her up there. She has gone to heaven. <laughs> Do you know that that Mary they worship? is not the mother of Jesus. That's a spirit. It's a Bachwezi spirit. The mother of Jesus, that's our fellow sister in Jesus. She's respected. She's precious. She did a role which no other woman can do it. She was person among all the women a role that not any other woman was given. We are not trying to disrespect her. Do you know that there are people who have done roles since the world began? And their names even in heaven will sound different. And even their positions where they will sit will be special. And the reward they will be given and the honor will be above. Tell me. Moses where he will be. Around the throne. Uh, the Bible says no There are twelve elders. There are twenty-four elders around the throne. Around the throne of God. Do you know who they are? The twelve patriarchs. And the twelve apostles. The Bible says even the gates of Jerusalem. Twelve names are written on them. The names of the apostles. I mean, we will sit with them because But the honor that they will have, it will be so great. Like Peter. Paul. Paul. Now Mary. Like the angel told her, Blessed art thou amongst all women. Imagine from all the women who this earth, Mary was chosen to be a path where the Messiah will come through. Amen. What a great role. What a blessed thing. But Mary is our sister in the Lord. Amen. 
like brother Paul, like brother Peter, like brother Branham, like brother Moses, although with a great powerful accomplishment by God's choice. But they are our brothers. And they are our sisters. Amen. They are brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Therefore, she never went to heaven with her body. Through history. Through books like the Nisina the Fathers. That elaborate about the early church and what followed. Mary died in the city of Ephesus and she was buried by the believers who were around that time and John was taking care of her. And she was buried. Today her body is in the grave. Amen. She's waiting for the resurrection. That her soul is in glory. Like the one of Peter, Paul, and the rest. They are all waiting for us. Or they are waiting on us. To be perfect. That as the body of Christ from the first church to the last church resurrected together. But when they speak a lie and repeat it and repeat it and repeat it it gets so established like it looks like truth. Amen. You see? And, but we, we have about our God. You already say, they say. They are Jews. When they are liars. So if God calls them liars, what do you expect from a liar? A liar, the brother, I mean, Jesus said. Satan is the father of liars. Because he was a liar from the beginning. And he abided not in the truth. And in this case, they could be lying with a very powerful thought in mind. Was it not so that the early church was almost if not entirely composed of Jews, making them the original members of his body, now, the early church was composed only by Jews. On the door Pentecost, the 120 were Jews. Jewish disciples. On the day of Pentecost when Peter preached his first sermon. How many came to the Lord? Huh? 
5,000 they were Jews. They had come to Jerusalem to worship the feast of Pentecost. There were no Ugandan there. Though the Bible says they came from under all the earth. Before God, from under the earth was only a Jew. The others, or the rest, you were not seen. There was only a Jew. It was only, it was only them that God was seeing as a people. Pentecost. They had come to celebrate Pentecost. Other nations used not to go to Jerusalem to worship the feast of Pentecost. They had the gospel. 5,000 got saved. By Jews. That's the early church. Now later the gospel started to spread. But whenever it went, Paul and gatherings of Jews, he preached. Finally, he told them. Now, some Gentiles had started to get saved here. And he said, like it. Now that you've rejected the word of God, we turn to the Gentiles. Paul. Paul was the one who closed the door to the Jews for receiving salvation. When the door was closed from that day. Hear this. A church the first church of Rome started among the Jews. Aquila and Priscilla's were what? By they were Jews. They, they called Paul. And he went to Rome. He preached in the synagogues of the Jews. Like we would live here. And I go to England. And I go preaching in the churches of Ugandans. And they believe. Now later that church started influencing even the, the Romans. They started coming in. They came. Now in the middle there there was a falling a going back. They started going back to Israel under one king or emperor that caused them to go back to Israel. When they went back, the Jews they were pulled out out of the church. And now they left the Roman citizen. Now after the original Jews left and the Roman citizens were the only ones left, that was now the beginning of the fall. They started bringing in paganism and idolatry. Now let us continue here. 
The twelve apostles were Jews. And the latter apostles were either Jews or Proselytes. You know who proselytes were? There are some Gentiles that were in Israel and they had come either as workers or slaves and then they would go through some process to worship God of Israel. But when the Gentiles, and those are the people that will refer to as proselytes, thus for men to swear they were Jews would give them a preeminence and a claim of originality. Now, why were these people the synagogue of Satan? Why did they claim they are Jews? Because the original, the beginning church was Jews only. So these people wanting to steal the soul they claim they were Jews so that they can claim originality. Look at this. The Roman Catholic Church claims it's the first church. How did is it the first church when the first church began on the door Pentecost in Jerusalem? But this is a Roman Catholic church. How does it become the first church? The church that has begun at Jerusalem but but you die. who are in there were Jews. You the Gentile who is so far in Rome. How is it that you become the first? Liars. That's why God pronounced them as Claiming to be Jews. And they were using that to claim originality. We are the original, the first one. So if a, a gentle comes and says, We are the first one, and I'm a Roman. The first ones were Jews. You are a Roman. How do you claim you're the first one? For him to lie so that a lie can stick, he claims also that you understand it? 
This was what was happening. If it was well known in history and every, in everywhere, that such a thing, if it was well known in history that such a thing started among the Basoga, now you a Muganda, if you want to claim, if you want to claim that you are in it when it was starting, you first have to turn yourself into a Musoga so that you can lie successfully that you were there when it was starting. We have a family uh, uh, in the village there. Family that family, uh, they have a conjo. Is there any conjo here? Okay. Now, those are nandi that they are nandi. They are conjo that are nandi. They are the princes. In, they are the royals in the Bakonjo. Or oh, they are the royal family. That's where the princes come but from. No family. Now this family. Their father died recently. He was called Mbusa. And in Uganda, even if you told him to say Mbuzi, he can't. He calls it Mbusi. And we used to kind of mock him the way he speaks. One time he told his wife, he came back drunk. He said, should, should I beat you or should I sing for you? Instead of saying, Now recently, Jews, Jews, just recently, his children, they became royals. In Uganda here. They said, our grand-grandfather And he went in exile to Congo. Now there, that's where we became Bakonjo. But originally, we are the children of such and such a king. Now, recently, there was a, 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 a like a year ago. I met that man. We had a meeting together. We had a meeting Mengo, And he uh, said, I come from Mengo. I'm from Barrios. Actually, it was politics. It's the politics that was then in Mengo. But I, I, would be, I was the one who was supposed to do those ceremonies. Because we are the ones who come really from. Just so to close. We are, so, we are great people then, man. But he's lying to me. Who knows his father? Who knows his mother? They changed names when they were grown up. They were called the Kabandas. Makumbi. 
Mbogo. Now after gray hair has come on their heads, they became simbas. Suna. And they gave them real names. They gave them real names. So that they can be well known or called something in the, on the village. Now their children their children don't even know that they come from Congo. They are the Bakonjo from Congo. No. They are Simbwas, Sunas. Now even their children the generation, you are the royal people of Mengo. Now whenever they go, there's one here in Kampus. I don't want you to guess him. They call him oh, Mulangira. They give him an honor that you cannot tell. But he's a Mukonjo from Congo. That's how he has crept in. Now, this spirit of Antichrist that comes from Rome, the sons of devils, the Catholics, they call themselves to be the original church. And for it to look like the truth, see how they turn themselves into Jews. So that they can lie to the world. We are the first. And Peter also was our first Pope. Peter died. I think he died even when Paul was still alive. John was still alive. But Thomas has died later. Peter, Peter, in that generation, and in the book that shows the way how they died. But when Peter died, we don't see any ceremony of getting an an heir or a successor, a pope that is his successor. Our Pope has died. Let's now get another Pope to succeed him. He has never spoken it. That he has left a successor. And we don't see any church. In the Bible. Even in history. We don't see him being given to be a Pope. Papas started a miaka chikuminga jakaitao. But they want to show you that they come from the root. Peter, Peter, we see him praying. His prayers are there in the Bible. We don't see there the rosary. We don't see him praying through Mary. Peter, Peter never went to an idol and bowed before the idol. And he made the cross, the sign of the cross. How does he become their Pope? He is our brother. Hallelujah! 
He does not look like them. Peter, silver and gold have I none. But this Roman one is the one who has all the gold of the world. What I have is what I give In the name of the Lord Jesus, rise up and walk. Peter had a wife. For them they say he had her but he left her. Now does this one also have a wife that he left? They said, a person who leaves her wife back and become a pope, should I also leave Susan and become a pope? Can I and I become a bishop or a pope? Why didn't he call youths? Why didn't he call youths who were unmarried to show us that a priest or a bishop should not marry? <laughs> you get yourself a sister here and marry her. <laughs> Yes! It's too full. You and you'll kick the gowns. <laughs> and you'll give her kapokis from here. They are liars. He had her and he left her. He left our wives. You who follow me. I don't call you servants anymore. I call you my friends. I'm the one who trusts you. I love you. You left your parents of land and you left them. Who told them they left wives? Paul says, don't I, am, am, am I not free also? Me and Barnabas. To marry a sister to her, like other apostles. He does not speak about He speaks about other apostles. And the brothers of our Lord. A person who didn't have a wife. The, the Catholic said it was John. No, it was Paul. I mean, Paul. It was Paul and Barnabas. Paul and Barnabas. Peter, I think he even had children. I don't know where they got lost from. Yes. True. The one who didn't have a wife. Family. Who had no family. The Bible that. is clear about it. Paul said, He was showing that he also had freedom to do that. To get himself a sister. Like it is with other apostles. And the brothers of our Lord. Don't you see? Now, for them, theirs doesn't marry. Peter had a wife. He had a home. Peter didn't have silver and gold. 
Theirs has the, all, the gold of the whole world. Peter did a miracle. And the people around came to worship him. And he tore his garment. And he said, this is what you're doing to us is so wrong. We are not even worried. We are just common people like you. We've not done this thing. We are not worthy to be worshipped. Let glory and honor return to the Lord Jesus. He is the one who has done this. But this one, even the presidents of the world, when they go to see him, they have to kneel down and they kiss his ring. They kiss his ring and they worship. Peter refused to be kneeled to. But this deceiver of Rome is being is being worshipped. He is being knelt before. They told Brother Branham, you're going to meet the Pope, but you must you must bow and you kiss you kiss his ring. I can call any man sir. Whatever. I can remove my heart greeting so them but when it comes to my knees only the Lord Jesus Christ no true prophet can worship a human being I tell you if I was granted a chance to go before Pope I would stand and shake his hand I can never kneel. If I'm told, if you will not kneel, you will not meet him, I will not meet him. But if there is a chance of meeting him, if he's seated, I will stand or sit next to him I will not call him even Pope. Pope means father. The Bible says, never call any man on earth. Your father. Your father is one. In heaven. He was not forbidding us to call these ones that bring us in the earth fathers. Who give but birth. this one who is not my biological father but uh, who is not my biological father, but that he's a representer of God. For me to call him father, no. But the Bible calls him the, the man of sin. Who exalts himself above anything that is worshipped. And even he sits in the temple of God, calling himself God. That's what Colossians call him. Who calls himself God on earth? Papa. Pope. Vicarious for the day instead of the Son of God. Who is the Son of God? It is God. Because Jesus is God. The Bible calls him the Father. Who is his vicar? Who is the vicar of the president? Or the Who is the vice of the headmaster? The 
headmaster is not there, who is the headmaster? It is the vice. The deputy. Then who is the vicar of the child of God? The Bible says he sits in the temple of God, calling himself God, and is worshipped as God. Let's read that scripture. But they've spoken lies, and it looks like the truth. And you think we will fear to speak these words that they will kill us. Why don't we die? What are we doing on earth? Will they make timber out of us? People to be deceived that we fear to die. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalteth himself above all that is worshipped, that is called God, all that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And who sits in the temple of God and calls himself God in this earth? Does Obama call himself God? Does Museven call himself God? Remember ye not that when I was with you, I told you these things? And now ye know what will withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity does already work. Only he be taken out of the way. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. That was the Holy Spirit. He's the one who was hindering. And then shall that wicked be revealed. Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. And shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan. With all power and signs and lying wonders. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. No matter how many miracles Pope can do, it is to deceive the eyes of the world. These are not supernatural miracles because the, the man has no supernatural miracles. That he was shot in the heart. That he has done this and that. No one is equal to him. The Bible says he's a liar. Amen. Now, did you catch something there? 
Isn't that the spirit right in the church today? Okay, let, let me say this. Let me, let me start from here. The twelve apostles were Jews, and the later apostles were either Jews or proselytes. Proselyte. For men to swear that they were Jews would give them a preeminence and a claim to originality. The prophet said, Tell Allah, stick to it. Never mind fact or history. You see, tell a lie. Never mind about whether it is factual or historical. Just say it and keep saying it to the people. And soon the people will receive it. Now did you catch something there? Isn't that the same spirit in the church today? Isn't there a group that claims that they are the original the and And that salvation is found only in her? Don't they claim that they have the keys of the kingdom which... They received from Peter. Don't they claim that Peter was their first pope? And that he, he resided in Rome. When there is absolutely no historical fact for it. And even her most educated and knowing adherent. Believe her lies. Satan is synagogue. And if Satan be her father, and he the father of lies, then it is not strange that those in his synagogue are liars also. The man has a very big golden key. That, was, that is not the key that was given to Peter. Uh, there's a scripture that said to all the apostles, I'll give you the keys. Whatever you'll bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. The Bible says when your brother wrongs you, go to him. When he repents, you win him, you want him back. If he refuses, go to or three to him. If he refuses, take him to the elders, to the church. If he refuses, he'll become a publican. And Jesus said, truly, truly, I tell you, whatsoever you'll bind on earth, that is not just Pope. That's not just the pastor. Whatever you will bind on earth, it will be bound in heaven also. And whatsoever you lose on earth, shall be losing in heaven. He gave that authority to the church and the body of Christ. That's why we can say so. Paul says, whoever is like that, give him over to the devil for the destruction of the body 
He's saying that to the church. The church sitting together. And Jesus says again, truly, truly, I tell you, when two or three shall be gathered in my name, meaning the church, where two or three, they can say, this brother, we've tried to correct him, we've tried to rebuke him, We've tried to bring him back. He has refused. So, from today, he's a publican. We've handed him off to the devil. The church can do that. Jesus gave the church that authority. Somewhere else where Jesus said, whatever you bind, he speaks it to Peter. Why? Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my father was in heaven. But he says, Petros you Peter. Peter means, Peter comes from the word Petros. It means, some small stones. So what does that mean? Revelation. Peter. Peter had a revelation that was revealed to him by the Spirit of God. That Jesus Christ is not an ordinary man, but he's a son of the living God. And Jesus said, upon this rock of revelation, Jesus did not mean that only Peter can have revelation. But upon this kind of revelation, I will build my church and the gates of hell cannot prevail What does that mean? Heavenly Father, Reveals to you the truth. Reveals to him. And upon that, he's building his church. Those men and women who he called in that first church and even later on, they were slain by a sword, they were burnt alive, but they never denounced the name of Christ. Why? They were built on that rock of revelation that was in their hearts. And he told him, I'll give you the keys. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth shall be lost in heaven. Those keys not to bring in any doctrine that he wants to. And then takes away what he doesn't want. This deceiver of Rome opens for lies and closes out truth. This is, that is not what Jesus said. Peter never baptized a kid or an infant. Peter never sprinkled water on anyone's forehead that have baptized this one. Peter has never said that a bishop or a priest that cannot go to hell. Peter said there's a fire that is coming that is going to burn the wicked and those who tell lies. 
and all the evil. And he said, even if angels, he said, if angels who sinned, huh? they were cast, and they put into chains. How does the Bible say it? Brother Brother Walugembe. God bless you, brethren. It's in Second Second uh -huh. Peter, Second Chapter, fourth, fourth verse. <laughs> <laughs> second Peter. Second Peter, second chapter, fourth verse. Yes. For if God spared not the angels that sinned. But cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. And spared not the old world, but saved no other the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing into the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the, the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into the ashes, condemned them with an overflow. Making them the example unto those that after should live ungodly. Example after those that will, shall live ungodly. And he delivered just Lord, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to. To deliver the, go the godly out of temptation and to reserve the just and to the day of judgment, to the punishment. But chiefly, but chiefly, them that walk after the flesh in the lust and uncleanness and despise government, presumptuous are they, self willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Whereas angels, which are greater in power, and might bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. But these are natural brutal beasts made, made to be taken and destroyed. Speak evil of the things that they understand not. And shall utterly perish in their own corruption. And shall receive the reward of the unrighteous. As they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Sports are they. And, uh, 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 sports are they, sports they are, and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own disciplines, while they fish with you, having eyes full of adultery, and that cannot cease from sinning, beguiling unstable souls, and, and heart they have exercised with covetous practices, cast, cast children, which have forsaken the right way, and are gone after astray, following the way of Balaam. The son of Bosa, who loved the wages of, uh, of unrighteousness, but was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumb are speaking with man's voice, forbade the madness of the prophet. These are wells without water, clouds that are covered with the tempest, to whom the midst of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they, they allure. Through lust of the flesh, through the much wantonness, 
those who were clean escaped from them who live in error. Well, they promised them liberty. They themselves are the servants of corruption. They promise you eternal life. But they give you sacraments. That sacrament will give you eternal life. But they themselves, they are doubters. They are homosexuals. Brother Joseph Yangamba, there's one boy who spoke about the father. He knows adultery. And he said, You tell us that uh, the, the priest calls Jesus to enter into this prayer. But if Father so and so calls Jesus to enter into the prayer, I can also call Jesus to come and enter in the bread. Yes. He's an adulterer. He's a homosexual. But he also calls Jesus from heaven. And he enters the bread. And they promise him father, that the cannot go to hell. That you, priest or father, whatever you do, you cannot go to hell. I doubt if there's any one of them that will go to heaven. May, uh, maybe when they've repented. Even what they call a sacrament that calls Jesus to enter in the bread. It's lies. Bible che Gambia. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. These are words of Peter. For of whom a man is overcome, of the same is he brought into bondage. Yes. You received a sacrament called Lies. Burimba. Are you recording these words? Get a CD and pass it over to them. Let them not scare us that they will kill us. The apostles killed. They are the ones who are killed. It is the apostles who are killed. They were not the ones who were killed. Murder is of the devil. And Paul said, and John said, children, don't be deceived. Whoever sins was it is of the devil. You should not be deceived. Now these liars they used to come lying to the world that when you get baptism that when you are baptized, you become a child of God. And you become a child of the church that you cannot go to hell. 
But you will pass just a little while in as you proceed to heaven. Ah. You are a child of God. You can't that gathering all the sinners. They should not deceive you. Whoever sins is of the devil. You remain a homosexuality. You are a priest, you are an adulterer. You are a murderer. Because you received a, a sacrament of ordination. That they say the Pope. Uh, when he's still in the office, even a bishop himself. They have an immunity. To all the mistakes that they do, they are not counted on them. Because of that grace that is on them. Even if they kill, it's not counted upon them. They are immune. Is there a lie more than that? The Bible says even angels, even the angels sinned. And the Bible says that's why you know the children of God and the children of the devil. When Jesus saves you, he changes you. When you come to Jesus, he changes you. Because I don't want to ask such questions. But if I would ask here, how many of you ever since you got saved and you've never committed adultery? If there's anyone who had ever backslid and done such things, it might be two or three from here. And maybe when he did it, came running to God, he said, God, and he's repents and never does it again. Yes. We got saved when we are still youth. But we had committed some fornication there and adulteries. But when we got saved, we never went back. What power? What power that saves a youth? 15 years, 16, 17. And you go up to 40, 50 years. And you've never gone back to adultery. Why is it that those days you used to fornicate and do adulteries with a rosary? But when you got saved, you never went back. in the blood of Jesus. That power is not in the religion. Those are synagogues of the devil. I have a lot of wrath upon those religions to deceive me when I was still young. And they took me yes, to the sala, of the devil that I didn't ask from them. And they kept me bound 17 years deceiving me. I don't have kind words for them. Even God doesn't have kind words for them. What, are, what was he called in Thessalonians? 
Son of man of sin. Bible is called them the gatherings of the devil. The Bible calls Malaya. The harlot. He has fed people with the wine of his adultery in his hands, holding the cup full of the filthiness of adulteries, of fornication. That is the Roman Catholic Church, brother. Never have any kind words. It is not grace. It is black. It is not spotted, it is dusty. The Bible said a woman. A woman means the church. So now this woman who says many waters is a church. Bible and the Bible says many waters many of different races on whom this woman is sitting. Now tell me which church has influence on multitudes and the Bible says and even the kings of the earth she has made them drunk of the wine of her fornications. Which church has made the king to Even the, our president has gone there to meet him as I'm speaking now. But presidents, they are bowing but president, to her. That's what in a, what's in the news. The kings of the earth. Which church has influence upon the kings of the earth? And the Bible says, and he appeared to be drunk from the blood of the angels. Meaning, this is a, a cruel, and the blood of saints. murderer. Which church is a killer of It's just a, a factor, a fact in history. Even if you don't know how to read, we can even show you videos that have been played out of history. And they were burning people. Putting on those people and robes and rosaries. Burning a man. Because of interpreting the Bible, because of translating the Bible to a layman or a common man's language. That's what they were condemning him for. What church has ever done it? It is Catholic Church. Now, when the Bible is what do you want to call her? Does a halot have any 
Kavere malaya bomuita malaya kubejinja kuvanga netayaga la kutiwa malaya. Even a harlot, if you call her a harlot, she will stone you because she doesn't want to be called a harlot. Kuvanga chicham because it's a dirty wrong thing. That's what God calls the Catholic Church. Thanks be to God who brought me out. Thanks be to God who brought me out of there. And I don't know why great men of God, many of them came from Catholicism. Brother Branham came from a Catholic family. I came from a, a Catholic church, though I'm not great. At that time, we the Kangwa there. I was surprised to find out that he was a Catholic. He told me he went to the Father and said, Father, I want God. Give me God. And he kind of beat around the bush. <laughs> but he was a young child, but feeling inside a hunger for God. Busy, Bukodio and everything, signs of the cross. Those things had not given him God. I want God. What will he give you? A thing that he doesn't have. Don't be deceived. Whoever sins is of the devil. Now, has, how does he lie to you? He has power that was given him from a sacrament. Jesus says when you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive power. That power Take sin out of you. Jesus said, whoever drinks of the water that I give him will never thirst again. Now you, you're the one who gives sacraments. But the thirst for adulteries is too much on you until you start committing adulteries with fellow men. But you still have power to give sacraments. To bring Jesus to people. And they lie to you that the world can continue without the sun. But it cannot go on without the priest. That why? Because the priest is the only one who has authority to pull Jesus from heaven and he comes down in the people. In that bread, that bread is a small message. Read the message. Brother Abraham shows you that son God is Baal. And is the God of the Babylonians. And they used to have his idol. That they believed that Baal used to come and enter in it. And they would speak to him. 
Nagama nti bajitabatia mutabana kuru yekerezia. Murimu omuga akagati akanen. And they said uh, that in the tabarako of the church that there's a big there's a big Eucharist in the shape of the sun. And they would believe that God is in there. Yes, that Jesus is in there. And when a Catholic passes by a church, that's why they turn and make the sign of the cross. Because God is, God is in that Eucharist. And when Father calls him, the priest calls him, he brings him from heaven down and puts him in that bread and it turns into his body. The Bible says the body of Jesus Christ. Jesus is sitting on the mercy seat in heaven pleading for our sins. The body of Jesus is on the mercy seat. No one can pull it from there to bring it into this bread here. Jesus said, you will do this in remembrance of me. This is my body. Now hear this. Jesus was here speaking. And he said, this is my body. And he broke the bread. Now, how did he enter in this body? This was a symbol. And he said, you do this in remembrance of me. Now see. This bread uh, For them they say that this body, this bread, when the priest prays for that bread, Jesus comes and enters and it becomes a piece of, of There they sing some songs that it's no longer bread that has become Meat, that it's no longer wine, it has become blood. It has become a body. And then you take and you eat Jesus. They used to tell us that if you take it out of your mouth and hold it in your hands, you will spit blood. Now hear this. You'll do this in remembrance of me. If I tell you that this dress, why I've hanged it here in the sitting room, I remember my wife when I see it or when I look at it. What do you understand from that? I hung this dress in my sitting room here. It is here for remembrance of my wife. What does it mean? What does it mean? What do you know about my wife? She's no longer there. So, you'll ask me, did she pass on or where did she go? Meaning she's not there. 
Now that's a thing for remembrance. That dress cannot be your wife. But it's a remembrance of her. You'll do this in remembrance. To remember me. It's a remembrance because I'm not around. This body that you see, it's going to go on the masses and it will become an atonement and something that leads for your the last elect has come in. But you'll do this to remember me. Now, they, say, they, they call him and he comes and enters. His bread is no longer bread, just become Jesus himself. And they sing songs. If he has become Jesus, does he still remain a remembrance? If my wife died, but if any time I want, I call her. She comes and I kiss her with her souls. Do I need something to remember her? Whenever I want, I call her and she comes. Now remember her for what? Every day I'm with her, I call her out and she goes back. Reformers. Now the reformers, that's why and when Martin Luther was fighting that doctrine he got wrath and he took those pieces of bread and he hit them on the ground and he said this is just mere bread of wheat or made out of wheat but for them, they have their doctrine, they call substance. Meaning that that bread becomes real substance or flesh from the blood of Jesus. And it becomes his real blood. Let me tell you, brothers. If you were there when Jesus is crucified and you go and cut a piece of flesh from his body and you eat it, you'd be a witch. A total witch. You'd be a total witch and I dance, but you do not receive eternal life from doing that. If you'd go with a bowel, and tap that blood, no, and you drink it, you would be a vampire. Koni. Total vampire. No single sin would depart from you. So the blood of Jesus that gives us life is not that chemical. It is the life of the Holy Spirit that was in that blood now we drink that wine as a symbol. Not a substance. Not substance. How do we eat the blood of Jesus? We eat it as we eat the revealed word. 
That's the body of Jesus. And when the preacher comes here, and he reads one scripture, and he preaches for two hours, when he does that, he is breaking the body of Jesus. As he gives to you, and you eat. That's what gives you life. And when you live here, you have power in your spirit. The victory that you have is great wine. From eating the blood of Jesus, it has been brought up to you. That's the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Now when we are breaking this physical bread, it's a symbol of that thing that takes place in the spirit. Peter says that baptism does not take away any sin from us. But it is a sign of good conscience. This water that we dip your skin, it doesn't even take out of you a single stain of sin. But it's an outward sign that shows a work that is done in your spirit or in your soul. Ceremonies and traditions they are good. Jesus left us three types of ceremonies. Feet washing. For them, they don't even feet wash. Joseph, Joseph tell me, why don't you feet wash? Do you feet wash? All the years that I spent there, I didn't wash my feet. Now hear this. Feet washing drinking the wine why don't you give us wine tell us because it is expensive now for him he represents you and he drinks it they are full of greed and even the leftovers he drinks them all Yes, Jesus. He gave to them and they all drank. No, you can't represent me. It has entered you. If it is the blood of Jesus, I also want it to be. All the years I spent there, I didn't drink it. They only gave me dry bread. Because wine is expensive. That's why they forbid them to marry. To make them servants. Laboring no reward. So long as they give them robes. They give them some trousers and some allowances. Ah, Stay there. Our eunuch. A man who functions and they make you a eunuch. When it is not God who has made you, because they know you're going to produce eight children, and they'll go to schools, they go to university. Every child needs two millions at the university. So then they have to give you eight or seven millions. How will they benefit? And they say, how do they call it? Celibacy. So they said celibacy. 
But they commit adulteries that you cannot count. Doctrine is very economical. Let me tell you this mystery also. Don't tell me, don't ask me who told it to you. A priest must be functioning well. A real man who is alive, who erects. Here is. They have to check him when he is okay. He can produce. They have to check his seed. Why? We have to give a perfect sacrifice to God. Now you can ask me, how do they check him? They take a sister to him or a nun. It is the nun who plays around with him and he erects and the nun writes that he functions. That nun who has bring last in me, why don't I search for her? The word even refuses us to hug a sister. Because she'll put uh, feelings that are not good in you. But what about this one who romances me and, and then she says, no, I've seen that he's healthy, he can work. I would rather die. If I, if I entered into priesthood, I cannot lie to you. And I, would, I was almost entering priesthood. Hear this. They are the ones who, the nuns lay bed for the priests. The she romanced you, now she's laying your bed. What type of celibacy? They are economic doctrines. If the world would know how they have deceived the people, they take men and women. I remember my father. He used to enter the, the church holding himself like this. With the, uh, a, mindy, a pipe. With a pipe in his pocket. I remember him. Because I used to go with him. And I would also hold myself and like this. And, and he, go, he reaches where there is an idol. And he makes a sign of a cross. And they would sprinkle water on us. And he sprinkled holy water on them. So that it can take away all their filthiness. It is the Lord who tells us that. When did he tell them? God says, I will bring you from all the nations and I will sprinkle holy water on you. It is God who sprinkles holy water on us. 
And I will give you a new heart. I will take out the stony heart of you. And I will give you a heart of flesh. And I will take and I will give you my spirit. And I will cause you to obey my word. Ephesians 5, 25, 22, the Bible says, By the washing of the water, by the word. The, uh, the word has water that washes all the filthiness off of you. But not this water that they sprinkle on you. Now, why do we have a people mixed in the framework of the church? The reason is this, since they were liars, I'm finishing, uh, forgive me for time. They are all the, he says, isn't there a group that claims that the, the original and true church and salvation is found only in they claim that they have the keys of the kingdom which they received from Peter? Don't they claim Peter was their first pope? And that he resided in Rome? Consider the thought of blasphemy. These of Satan's synagogue, we are not blaspheming God in this instance, though that goes without saying. But they are blaspheming the true church. Certainly. As Cain persecuted and killed Abel, because he he, Cain, was of the wicked one. And as the dead former Judaic followers, Jesus said they were of their father, the devil, tried to destroy the Christians in the first few years of the first age. Now, this same group, the false vine, is even more strongly attempting to destroy the true believer in the second age. That antichrist spirit is growing. The group that inched its way ever so slowly into the church by the deeds of Nicolaitanism no longer fears exposure but is openly organized in a group of its own assembling. It is coming against the true church in undisguised Hostility. Now, when I say this was an organized Antichrist church, I'm giving you the truth from authenticated history. The first church founded in Rome, we will trace its history in. Pagamian age. Had already turned the truth of God into lie. By introducing a pagan religion with Christian names. And meaning. 
But the second age it was so pagan. Though claiming to be the true church. But Polycarp came about 1,500 miles at a very old age. To plead with them to turn back. They would not do it. They had a solid, a solid hierarchy. And a solid organization. And a complete departure from the world. This then is Satan's synagogue. Full of blasphemy. In which were already the seeds of the doctrine of the Nicolaitans. And which would shortly be the actual seat of Satan of Satanic religion. And this is exactly right for Revelation 2 9, part B, does not say. These people are of Satan's synagogue, but it says they are Satan's synagogue. This period of Antichrist is not new. It is not something that just came into the church ages. It has been here all along. To get a clear understanding of how it works. How it goes against God. It makes over in the church. Look at the Old Testament. And sit there. Let us examine this spirit. As it manifested. It was manifested in Israel. As she came out of Egypt. To be the church in the world. Let us stop there for now. We shall start there next time. That spirit did not just begin in the church. Age. You can just That's why I told you that the Mary they are worshiping is not the Mary, the mother of Jesus. No. They are worshiping some goddess. That goddess was there right from Genesis. And the Bible talks about her in Isaiah. Brother Brown said that Catholic missionaries, where, when they were taking Catholicism to China, they wanted to find there the very picture, the very Statue they have in Rome. This one where there is a beautiful woman. A beautiful boy. They are taking their religion to a pagan country. They are finding their picture, their mirror already there. And their Jesus is already there. How did he get there? 
Babylon, Babyloni, they worshipped Meralotory. Not Meralotory, but Maria. that time she was Semiramis. The mother of Nimrod. And they had that Chifana. The worship of the son and the mother began in Babylon. Babylon began conquering other kingdoms of the world. And when they would conquer kingdoms, they would give it their system of politics and their way of worship. So that is how the gods of Babylon could reach, I mean, uh, China. And now when those gods are brought now close with Christian names, they find they are already there. But the difference was in the names. Mother Mary, Mother Mary, Mother of God. Maria, Mama Wangi. Mother, Mama, Mother, Mother, Mama, Maria. I swear, Mama Maria. Oh, the Mother of the Creator. Mother Mary. The Mother of the Creator. But they are worshipping something different. It's bad to be deceived. In the Bible, no one, no single person worshipped Mary. There is no single person. For them, they say, an angel, no angel worshipped her. The angel told her, You are blessed. Blessed more than any other women. Even Jesus, the fruit of your womb, is also blessed. When God meets people and describes the uniqueness of their calling, it is all over the Bible. When God met Gideon, he told him, O thou might man of valor, the Lord is with thee. When he met Abraham, he pronounced blessing upon him. Now this woman also, she was chosen as a special vessel for a special job. And he tells you are blessed among all women. It was a salutation. The Bible calls it a salutation. It was not a worship. And no disciple, no that ever worshipped her. They say they don't worship her. No, they do. They even, they even worship her idol. Her image. I met one brother in Chisoro. I don't remember who he was. Oh, his Aaron was. And he said, What caused him to be saved? Is that image of Mary? He went with his father in the church. 
Nasanga na bovia chizima moriso. He found when uh, he found cobwebs in its eye. Na kuata mchintu wa. Na ivambi. Katonda alimchintu. Oh oh oh. Na uli na na kuata. He felt so sad. Na yuzamu na bo. And he tore the cobweb out of it. He, when he, he observed the thing was not blinking. And he said, me, me, no one can touch my eye. And I don't blink. Cobweb cannot, uh, a spider cannot make its cobweb in my eye. But this thing here, and he said, no. I have to get something that is better than this. I have to get the truth. Never be deceived. That is not Mary. The mother of Jesus. The Bible says. Don't make a graven image. Of anything in heaven. Don't bow down to it. Don't bow. Leave alone worshipping. But never bow to it. Never bow to it. The Bible says those who worship them. Time will come. They will be like them. They will be like them. They will have eyes, but not, they will not see. We are still continuing the seven church ages. But we have to show the root of error where it comes from until it ends. But the true church of Jesus Christ, of the elect, and he separates them, he fills them with the Holy Ghost. It is there. And it will remain until he will come and take it. May God bless you. What you've heard, and what do we, how do we respond? Yes, Jesus saved us. How are words that are not inspired? How can they become become holy words? Here it is. The words that they tell you from here. They are the words that they've spoken to someone in Kano. They are the same words that have been spoken to someone in Gulu. Just reading them out. They are the words that they've spoken out to a person in Rome. A person, a person in Iraq. Now. Have you ever inspired? Are those inspired words? Different parts of the world have different challenges. A preacher should be inspired by the Holy Spirit and bring the right word for the right Let's We don't have enough words to thank you. Because you got us out. You brought us out of Babylon. And it's the greatest miracle. Thank you, our God.
Thank you because you chose us and you are before the foundation of the world. You told us in your word that your love is an elective love. And even if we are going through different conditions, we have to go through those because it's your love. It's your desire to create character in us. Father, we ought not to mama. We ought not to think that you don't love us. Because it, what shows that you love us is because you chose us. Thank you for choosing us. We thank you for this event. Thank you for calling us. Thank you for Jesus Christ. Who poured his blood for us. May your name be glorified. May your name be glorified. Thank you for the evening light. Because you said in the evening time there shall be light. Thank you for sending that light to us. To send us the message that opened our eyes in the name of the Lord Jesus. Bless the poor here. They live even if it's good. Go with us. Bless the offering. The that we bring in your storehouse. Your name be glorified. And tomorrow as we we come, to escort the Father of our brother Shamba, we pray that you be with us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you.